was on the stop clock. You work over here. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Welcome to the West Gym at Carleton for this evening's MIAC basketball matchup between the Knights and Augsburg. And we just heard from Sawyer Brown and the race is on. Well, a playoff race is on at this point in time. And there are some things that could happen tonight that would involve the uh, Carleton Knights qualifying for the postseason. We believe that Carleton gets in with a win and a loss by St. Olaf tonight. St. Olaf is playing host to Hamlin across town. Hamlin would clinch a playoff spot with a win at St. Olaf tonight. Now, I know Carlton certainly wants to be in a position to clinch the playoffs, but frankly, Carlton is only a game behind Hamlin, and a win by Carlton and a loss by Hamlin helps out the Carlton Knights to a certain degree as well. Carlton will also get the chance to catch up to the... Uh, uh, Pipers on their own when they go to Hamlin next Wednesday. So there's some interesting storylines for this Carleton team as it is stands in third place after winning the conference championship and advancing to the NCAA tournament last winter. They're behind St. John's, who has a pretty good lead, four-game lead with about, what, five games to play. And Hamlin is in second place, just a game ahead of Carleton. Carleton is uh, about a half a game in front of Gustavus. So there are some things that could still bounce around in these standings. And with that in mind, you go out there, you play basketball, and uh, uh, control what you can control and see how the uh, everything breaks down as far as uh, playoffs. And we find all that out in the days and weeks ahead as we close in on the end of the regular season. Roy Koenig sitting in for Gordy Kosfeld once again for coverage here of Carlton Knight Basketball. And uh, looking forward to bringing you tonight's game. Now, for the record, this Augsburg team is not mathematically out of it as well. Granted, it's going to take a lot. Augsburg comes into today's game with a record on the season of uh, 7-13. and 13. Just 5-10 and 10 in the conference, but mathematically, they could still get in. They would need a lot of help. Some strange things would have to happen. But mathematically, Augsburg, who sits right now in 7th place, um, or rather 8th place, 8th place, but mathematically, they could still get in. The top six make the playoffs. As it is right now, St. John's and Hamlin would have first-round buys. Carlton, Gustavus, Concordia, Bethel take the next four spots, and they would play quarterfinal round matchups. St. Olaf is a half game out. They're hosting Hamlin today. And as I said, Augsburg, who is a couple of games out of a playoff spot, but they would need to pass two teams, so they would need to get some help along the way. Earlier this season, when these two teams played, it was uh, the 6th of December. Carlton won the game 93-64. to They put six players in double figures, including uh, John Carragher and Miles Frisch off the bench, who contributed 10 points apiece. As a team, the Knights shot 51% that night and were a dazzling 12-for-26 on three-point tries. 
Last season, it was a sweep for Carlton over Augsburg, 84-67 and 71-59. That was last season. Meanwhile, in the 21-22 season, 2021-2022, the um, Augies won 88-69 in the only meeting head-to-head two seasons ago. Carlton won the first meeting, 93-64. Carlton is uh, trying to earn a season sweep and, again, be in position to uh, get that uh, um, uh, qualifier for the playoffs, but certainly striving for bigger things than just getting into the playoffs, especially after a taste of the NCAA tournament a season ago. Statistically speaking, Carlton has some very impressive numbers in a number of different categories. They are number two in the league in free throw shooting at 76%, number three in the league in rebounding at 35 per game. They are number two in turnover margin with a plus two and a half. They are number one in steals, helping create that great margin at eight and a half steals per game. Augsburg, meanwhile, is number one in blocked shots at 3.3 blocked shots per game, and that is led by uh, Mr. Jensen, Austin Jensen, a senior out of Brooklyn Park and played some time at St. Cloud State University as a six-foot-eight senior. He has about one and a half blocks per game on his own for a team that blocks a little more than three shots per game. So Augsburg 7 and 13, 5 and 10 in the MIAC. Carlton 13 and 7, 10 and 5 in the MIAC. I'll be back for more of the pregame show in just a minute on the Mighty 920. KDHL 97.9 FM as well in Faribault, Minnesota. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life long learners. Carlton and Augsburg coming up shortly here from the West Gym on the Mighty 920 KDHL Fairbow, Minnesota. Great to have you tuned in. So in some notes from around the conference and looking in on these two teams specifically, Augsburg first-year player Trent Gomez, looking back on recent games, was instrumental in both ends of a one-and-one week last week for the Augies averaging four steals, three-and-a-half rebounds, and 11 points in those two games. That included a win uh, over St. Olaf in overtime, and then they also took a loss during the course of the week. So that's uh, another name to be uh, aware of regarding uh, Augsburg, in addition to Jensen with all the block shots that he delivers on a very regular basis. Other games that are going on today include Hamlin, at St. Olaf. Where's my schedule here? Want to get the right schedule. Hamlin at St. Olaf. I'll do my best to keep an eye on that score because that does affect how things shake out for Carlton. McAllister at Gustavus. Concordia at St. John's. And Scholastica is at St. Mary's. Pretty big road trip. Not necessarily the longest road trip out there, but pretty big. How about some individual statistics? Luke Harris of the Knights is number one in the league in scoring. Number one at 21.4 points per game. He is also number one in steals in the league at 2.2 steals per game. 
Matt Banovitz is number five in rebounding at 7.3. Spencer Getz is number three in field goal percentage, 57%. He's number four in assists in the league at 3.4 per game. He's number two in steals at 1.9, and he is number one in the assist-to-turnover ratio. You put number four assist guy and number two in steals, and that adds up to number one in the assist-to-turnover ratio. Austin Jensen, as I mentioned, leads the conference in block shots at about uh, 1.4 per game. Sam Coling of the Knights, number four in block shots at almost one per game. And Trent Gomez, number two in steals for Augsburg. He has almost two steals per game. Augsburg struggled early this season. They were four and nine at one point, giving up nearly 85 points per game. Since about mid-January, they switched up on their defense, went to a zone defense. They've been battling back uh, with uh, roughly playing 500, 3 and 4, 4 and 5, something like that during the last few weeks for Augsburg and averaging, uh, giving up about 73 points per game. So by going to some different defensive intensity, they've improved on their points given up per game by more than 10 points per contest. Fewer given up over these last seven to nine games compared to the previous 13 games on the season, the first part of the season. They are still sitting several games below 500 and need some uh, dramatic help in order to climb into a playoff position. And playing at home has certainly been good for the Carlton Knights. Carlton in home games on the season is, uh, where were we at on that? Protecting the home, I think it was 8-1. and one. Eight and one. Here you go. Carlton. Okay, there's a couple of great things stat-wise to mention for Carlton. First of all, eight and one at home. There it is. Eight and one on the comfort of West Gym while owning a four and five record on the road. One and one on neutral courts. The Knights ride a seven-game winning streak at West Gym and five of their last seven wins this season have come at home. Their only home loss came to St. John's on November 21st here in Northfield. The Knights do hit the road for games at Hamlin and at Bethel before closing out the regular season with home games against McAllister and St. Mary's. And certainly a game at Hamlin will be tough. Hamlin is ahead of the uh, Knights in the standings right now. But home court has been very good for Carlton here with a record of 8-1. and one. And Carlton is second in the MIAC and 10th in the NCAA Division Three, with only 10 turnovers given up per game. Second in the Mayak and 10th in the nation in turnovers per game. The Knights are second in the conference in assist to turnover ratio. Very good barometer on the success you're having. And are second in turnover margin at plus two and a half. A lot of numbers, a lot of numbers on some statistical analysis here and run through leading into this evening's game. Knights will be going with their usual starting five. Getz, Gibbons, Harris, Coling, and Banovitz have not seen the official rundown on the starting five for Augsburg just yet, and we'll get a little bit more of a formal introduction of that when we get closer to game time. Some uh, broadcast notes of what's to come on the Mighty 920 KBHL and our sister station out of Owatonna. Tomorrow it's Owatonna High School Boys Basketball as they host Winona. On AM 1390 and 94.7 FM. Wednesday, men's basketball, that Carlton game at Hamlin on the Mighty 920 KBHL. Listen for that. 
And on Thursday, it's high school girls basketball with Medford playing host to Bethlehem Academy. On Friday, uh, and that'll be on the Mighty 920. Friday on KDHL, boys basketball, Kenyon Wanamingo at Randolph. Also on Friday, Owatonna boys basketball at Mankato East on AM 1390. And men's basketball, Carlton making the track to Bethel for an afternoon game on Saturday the 10th. So quite a few games coming up on the Mighty 920 KDHL. Great way to listen in on those games is on the free KDHL app. Certainly online as well at kdhlradio.com. So however you're tuned in today, online, over the air, or on the app. Great to have you in as we uh, warm-ups have wrapped up. Teams are lining up for introductions and the national anthem as well. Coach Grease has been around for a long time, 19th season with Augsburg. Interestingly enough, Ryan Kershaw was an assistant coach at Augsburg for about six seasons, ending about 10 years ago. Kershaw in his second season with the Carlton Knights. All they did last season was win the MIAC and move on to the NCAA tournament. Kershaw, a St. Olaf grad from just across the way. Meanwhile, Greece uh, comes out of Colorado College, 19th season at Augsburg, 24th season overall. Did some coaching in Hawaii for a time before coming back to the uh, upper Midwest to coach and now approaching 20 years with the Augsburg Augies. Augsburg, 7-13. and 13. And 5 and 10 in the conference. Carlton, 13 and 7 overall, 10 and 5 in the MIAC. Getting our national anthem introduction now here at the West Gym. Now for the starting lineups for tonight's game. For Augsburg, starting at a guard is number three, Will Blazek, a 6'4 junior out of Lakeville North. 
Starting at a guard is a freshman, six foot, number 11 from Two Harbors, Minnesota, Trent Gomez. And a forward, a six foot five senior, number 23 out of Rochester, Lord Colin Mead. At a forward, a 6'6 junior. At a Hastings, Minnesota, number 24, Austin Rabe. And starting as a guard is a six foot senior out of Richfield and Eastview High School, number 30 is Caden Scales. Wazak, Gomez, Mead, Rabe, Scales, and Aaron Grease is the head coach for Augsburg. For the Carlton Knights, starting at a forward, a 6'3 junior from Chaska is Spencer Getz. Out of Connecticut, a 6'4 senior guard, number four, Alex Gibbons. A guard from Piedmont, California, 6'1 junior, number 14, Lou Harris. A 6'5 freshman forward from Ann Arbor, number 20, Sam Coling. And a six foot seven senior forward from Minneapolis and the Academy of Holy Angels is Matt Fanovitz. Once again for the Knights, Getz, Gibbons, Harris, Coling, and Fanovitz. Assistant coaches are Trey Tyler Gray and Steve Knutson. The head coach in his second season is Ryan Kershaw. Assistant coaches, by the way, for Augsburg under head coach Aaron Grease are Darnell Clavin, Raymond Kidd, Caleb Evans, and uh, Bakari Kanate. Carlton is in the white uniforms, blue numbers, and Augsburg in uh, kind of a maroon with uh, maybe a gray number on the back of their jerseys, and we are ready to start basketball. Rebe jumps against Coling. The scramble for the ball is tracked down by Luke Harris, and Carlton will start with the basketball. 9920 KDHL, Faribault, Minnesota. Roy on the coverage here tonight from the West Dumit Carlton in Northfield. Fired down to the low post, tapped away, and turned over. So Carlton, a team that does not turn the ball over very often. Well, there's the statistic jinx as they turn it over on their first possession of the game. Looking inside is Augsburg. They'll take the shot from long range. Skimmed off the rim. Rebound torn down by Banovitz. Banovitz, seven rebounds per game to go with his 16 points. Each team comes away empty on their opening possession. Wide open for a three. Hard to pass up on it. And hard to miss it for Matt Banovitz. Banovitz hits 36% of his three-pointers, and he was left wide open. Overall, Carlton is at about 34% on three-point shooting. So 3-0 lead for the Knights a minute into the game. And Meade gave the ball off to Rebay. Now driving in with seven on the shot clock. The ball knocked away. Harris, head up as he runs into the front court. Crossover dribble. Drops it back. Little stutter set move by Coling. A floater in the lane. Missed it. And rebound taken away by Meade. Calvin Meade, four rebounds a game. Meade at the 12 points to go with that. In the front court, they work it to Rebe. And now onto the right side, Blodzik. Straight on look here for Rebe. Not really looking at the hoop, though. Hands the ball off, little pump fake by Meade. Drives in, floats, leans, shoots, and scores. So Colin Meade out of Rochester, Lord. 
pulls Augsburg within three to two. Two minutes into the first half. Carlton third place in the MIAC. A three rims out. And that rebound, Mead once again. Augsburg has a nice contingent of fans cheering them on. Light crowd here on the Carlton side in the West Gym. A few open seats. Say pop three is up and good for Trent, uh, Trent Gomez. Gomez, a first-year player, nine points per game, hits a three as Augsburg goes up five to three. And Harris takes the ball into the front court. Looking inside to Getz. Fires outside, a three, missed it, rebound, good job, Rebe, by boxing out and grabbing the rebound. Five rebounds, eight points per game for Rebe out of Hastings. Now at the other end, he drives in, gets hassled, two or three knights are on him, finds a player on the outside for a three, and drills it. It's a three, knocked down by Meade. Meade, 33% three-point shooter, and an 8-3 lead for the Augies, three minutes in. Real high on the dribble is Luke Harris. Three assists to go with his 21 points and six rebounds. A little skip pass intended for the high post. And he stole it back after he lost it. Left hand of the basket off glass is good for Luke Harris. So Luke Harris turned it over. I don't know if that'll officially go as a turnover or not. And if so, he then gets a steal as well because the ball was was not quite controlled by Augsburg. Although it certainly looked like a turnover was in the offing. But Harris was able to get back in there, get the ball back, and then finish at the hoop. A three-pointer straight on look for Gomez. He has his second three. Already three threes for Augsburg. They lead 11-5, about uh, four minutes into the first half. Carlton getting set for his first substitution as Banovitz looks for somewhere to go with the ball. And Augsburg sets up that zone defense that they've been uh, using a little bit more lately. There's a little bit of an opportunity to dash up the lane for Luke Harris. And Luke Harris has his second field goal. It's 11-7. Augsburg leading over Carlton. Caden Scales, he averages a couple of re- a couple of assists, four points, two rebounds a game. Scales pulls up at the free throw line and drills it. So Scales, not necessarily a big scorer for Augsburg, but the Richfield native, a six-foot senior, delivers that shot, 13-7. Augsburg up. 15 and a half to go in the first half. Skip pass. Gets, takes it just inside the free throw line. Turns. He's free. Shoots from 16 feet away. Around and off. Rebounded by Blazek. And Blazek will take it into the front court. High on a left-hand dribble. Drops it off for Gomez. Gomez well outside the arc. Guarded by Harris. Augsburg attacking the basket to my right. Handed back to Blazek. And now they go inside. There's a foul that will result in free throw opportunity here. And foul is on Getz. That'll be his first. And Rabe at the line for two. Only about a 55% free throw shooter. And the first one kicks out hard off the heel. Coming into the game is uh, Chuck Sweat. Also into the game is Miles Frisch. Fresh out of Eden Prairie. Sweat out of Glencoe, Illinois. Free throw number two about to come for Rebe. Second free throw is good. And true to form, hits one out of two, 55% on the season. Shooting free throws 
And it's 14-7, Augsburg leading over Carlton. Worked over to Harris, outside the arc. Now top of the key, swung left side by Sweat. Harris gets a look. Gets a little pump fake, baseline drive, strays in bounds, tosses to the corner, a pass deflected. Harris still gets it, shot clock at four. Harris drives, dishes, gets off the glass, missed it, got his own rebound. Too far underneath, hit it off the bottom of the rim. That ball grabbed by Augsburg, and the Augies have the ball and a seven-point lead, 14-7. 14 and a half to go in the first half. Augsburg yet to sub. Coach Grease walking the sidelines, getting ready for the first substitution. Coach Kershaw stands on his end, already a couple of subs in the game for Carlton. Getting underneath the basket, really far underneath, but then wiggling his way out is Reve. He's got three points. It's a 16-7 lead, a nine-point lead early on here for Augsburg. Harris between the legs once and twice. Left-hand drive and scoops it up and off the backboard. Luke Harris puts it in. We've got a timeout on the floor. It's 16-9. Augsburg leads. More basketball in a moment on the Mighty 920 KDHL, Faribault, Minnesota. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Timeout taken by Carleton. So they use the first of their six allotted timeouts. Some of the early stats that uh, jump out here with a 16-7 to lead for Augsburg. Augsburg shooting 86%. They've made six of their seven field goal attempts. Four out of ten for Carlton early on. Carlton does have two turnovers, and Augsburg has two turnovers. So I think with Harris, they did they did charge him with the turnover, but then he also got credit for a steal on that play where he was trying to pass it through some uh, uh, defenders. Augsburg did steal the ball, but then Harris got it back. That was one of Harris's baskets. It gives him six points here early on to lead Carlton in scoring. Six points on two three-pointers by Trent Gomez. Right now, three for four on three-pointers, and that's 75%, and then 86% overall from the floor. So Augsburg shooting really hot to start things off here uh, about six minutes and uh, six and a quarter minutes into the game and a 16-9 to uh, nine lead. Augie turning, shooting, three-pointer, missed. A lot of Knights were there for a rebound. And then an Augsburg player got caught up in the air. He came down hard. He remains on his shoulder uh, due to an injured shoulder at the other end. It's five on four. And uh, they do blow the whistle as uh, the uh, Knights were getting ready for a shot. The player for Augsburg went up in the air working on the rebound. He got caught underneath, uh, or a uh, um, Carlton player got caught underneath him. And then he was basically horizontal with the floor and landed real hard seemingly on his uh, left shoulder that he's working around a bit right now as he gets back to his feet. This is Isaac Rebe. He's a 6'6 junior out of Hastings. Austin Jensen will come into the game in his place. This is the 6'8 uh, 
player who spent some time at St. Cloud State University as well. And that was an official's timeout is what that ends up being with the injured player on the floor, even as play had been allowed to continue for a few seconds. So it will be Carlton Ball. Uh, there's 22 seconds to go on the shot clock. The inbound play comes from Frisch to Harris. So Carlton down 16 to 9. Frisch fakes a pass inside, goes back across the top. And that pass threaded into the low post, lost by the Knights. They get it back, and it is shot-putted up and in by Spencer Getz. A couple of these passes through the zone defense have been defensed pretty well by Augsburg. It's led to a turnover or two, and then in that case, a loose ball that uh, Carlton is able to track down again. They're down 16-11, to a little out of control on the dribble for Blazek. Delivers it into the corner. Shot missed, offensive rebound, back up and in. That is good for Meade. Offensive rebounding is one of the stats that Augsburg is very good at. Tonight, they're also really good at their field goal shooting as it is. So don't need too many offensive rebounds when you're shooting 75%. But they did get an offensive rebound and a putback basket for an 18-11 to lead with 12.30 to go in the first half. That ball knocked away from Banovitz, and that's another turnover against the Knights. As this ball will be tossed out, and the uh, they will run a set. Meade, he looks inside to Jensen. Jensen goes all the way cross court to the corner. A corner three is good. And that was Caden Sullivan. Sullivan checked into the game here recently. That is already the fourth three for Augsburg. They lead 21 to 11. 12 minutes to go in the first half. Coming out of the corner with Sweat. Gets the ball to Getz. And he hits it from the left edge of the free throw line. 21-13 Augsburg. Under 12 to play in the first half. As Sullivan hands the ball off and now gets the ball back and takes a three from the left wing. That one skims off. Harris collects the rebound. He's on the run. Harris, little deep one way, all the way up the lane, then kicks to the corner with Frisch. Frisch has the ball stripped away. That'll be the third or fourth turnover now against Carlton. And Augsburg, spin move, knocked free. And it is a fast break the other way. And Harris with the layup to the basket. He's got eight. And it's 21 to 15. 11-11 to the first half. Inside to Jensen. Bounced off his knee, but he did pick it up again. The Knights do get someone shadowing on him right away. He doesn't score big points. A three for Augsburg. This is Blazic with the three. And now 24 to 15. Banovitz will dribble across the Knight logo at center court here at Carleton College. Pass back to him is almost turned over. Now at the free throw line is Getz. Spins around and around. One dribble. Tosses over to the right side. Still 10 on the shot clock. Hook pass inside. And Blazic snakes his way through. Banovitz snakes his way through for two. It's 24 to 17. Banovitz with five points in the ballgame. He averages 16 per outing. And it's a seven-point lead once again for Augsburg. Looking for a pass. Didn't like it. Went off the side of the backboard. Retrieved by Sullivan. Shot clock down to 12 because they didn't hit iron on that uh, shot attempt. Stumbling around a little bit was uh, Blazic. Now they're down to five on the shot clock. Driving in Meade. Floats, shoots, misses it. Rebound tapped out. Tapped again. Harris gets it. Under 10 to play in the first half. 24-17 Augsburg. Carlton with the ball. Harris frees himself a bit. Finds Sweat on the outside for a three-pointer offline. Rebounded by uh, uh, Jensen. 
J-E-T-Z-E-N, a 6'8 senior out of Brooklyn Park. And St. Michael Albertville is where he played high school basketball and St. Cloud State University for a time as well. Three-point try goes up and off. Banovitz gets the rebound on the miss by Blazic. And Harris into the front court, left wing, right-hand dribble. A little skip pass, give and go. No way to return it as he was covered quickly by Sullivan. Sweat with the basketball. Ooh, almost dragged his foot as he was trying to pass it to Banovitz, but the pass wasn't there. Now Frisch in the corner. A little floater misses, rebounded by Jensen. 9-10 to go first half, 24-17. Augsburg, they've led pretty much from the go. As Jensen on the dribble, well out high. Hands the bell off to Sullivan. Sullivan has it knocked away on a pass, but it did get through to Blazic. Blazic dribbles to the low post, didn't like what he saw and took it back out. Jensen has it out around the top of the key with six on the shot clock. Blazic goes to about 12 feet away, pulls up and drains it. And Blazic at 11 points per game, the junior out of Lakeville North, he has five points here. It's 26-17 Augsburg with the lead. A three-pointer from the right side. Weak side rebound comes off to Sullivan on the miss by Chuck Sweat. Sullivan passes corner. Blazic and a whistle. And a, he must have stepped out of bounds or something. All sorts of substitutes are coming in now. Coling is back into the game. Gibbons is back into the game. They join Harris, Sweat, and who's the other one out there for Carlton? Uh, Frisch. Meanwhile, new into the game is uh, number five, Batala. Also new into the game is 44, Lair. As a drive to the basket will be good for Alex Gibbons. So Gibbons has his first field goal is 26 to 19. On the dribble, Sullivan, he goes to Jensen with the ball, got it back. Now this is in the hands of Lair. Lair is a junior that comes out of Invergrove Heights and Rosemount High School. Bounce inside to Jensen. Little baby hook shot is good. So Austin Jensen averages 6.6 rebounds to go with a block and a half per game. He's got his first points. It's 28-19 Augsburg. From the free throw line, pull-up shot knocked down by Gibbons. So consecutive baskets by Gibbons. And Carlton is within seven. We've been bouncing back and forth from that uh, seven-point difference for quite a while, just trading baskets um, back and forth. Sullivan with a little teardrop shot. And Sullivan with his second field goal. Great balance right now for Augsburg. Two, four, six, seven different guys have scored. They lead 30-21 to 21 with 7.15 remaining in the first half. Harris uses up the dribble, gets a pass to Gibbons. Gibbons turns, shoots, and scores again. Alex Gibbons has the hot hand. Alex, a senior out of uh, Connecticut. New Cannon, Connecticut. Averages nine points a game. Here's a steal. Frisch races the other way. The trailer got it to go and drew the foul as well. That's Luke Harris. And Harris will get the free throw opportunity. What a play by Frisch. He's the one that initiated that. Got it going down the floor. Was able to get the pass off to Harris. Harris maintains enough focus to hit the shot while he's also getting fouled. It's Jensen on the foul. His first, team's first. And to the free throw line is Harris. Luke Harris, 79% on free throw shooting. Right now, a made free throw here would pull the Knights within four points. The lefty puts it up and in, and certainly so. They are within four at 26, uh, excuse me, 30 to 26. Harris will take a breather as Getz will come back into the game. Spencer gets the junior from Chaska. 
And the official wanted to check something of the score table over here. Whatever question was is, is uh, answered. And with under seven minutes to play in the first half, 30 to 26. By the way, over across town, it's Hamlin leading 20 to 13 over St. Olaf. A Carlton win and an Ole loss, we think, equals the uh, 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 qualifying for the playoffs, kind of clinching a playoff spot. Zone defense here for Carlton. Hand off to Lair. Jump pass corner. On its way, skimmed off the rim. Good weak side rebound over there by Getz. And Getz will take the point with Harris on the bench. Down four, 6.20 to go in the first half is Carlton. Pass to Banovitz. Quick pass inside to Gibbons. Outside to Frisch. He'll look, he'll shoot a three. And get nothing but net Miles Frisch, who had a big game against the Oles last week. A double-digit game has his first field goal. It's a one-point game. Augsburg, who has led by double digits. They were up by about 11. Now a three at the other end. And that is good by Oxmed. Oxmed, newly into the game, has a three, and it's a four-point lead. A four-point lead. Hook pass to the free-throw line. Getting in, turning, spinning, and over Jensen. Misses the shot, Gibbons. Four-point lead for Augsburg. Five and a half to play first half. Augies have the basketball. <laughs> Jab free bump from behind. Nicely done by Alex Gibbons. It does stay Augsburg ball. They've got plenty of time on the shot clock at 20 seconds. And 5.24 to go in the first half. Baseline right, scales on the inbound, scales a senior out of Richfield. Gets it right back, left-hand dribble, pushes that one over toward Batala. Batala, seven points per game off the bench. Now Jensen holds the basketball. A dribble, pass inside, swatted away. And he did it again. That was Gibbons doing it a second time. Last time jabbed that out of bounds. This time creates a turnover. And the ball in favor of Carlton with five to play in the first half. Frisch with from a real far way downtown is Miles Frisch for his second three of the ball game. And once again, Carlton pulls to within a point at 33-32. 4.50 to go in the first half. Oxmed has the basketball. Hands it back to Jensen, back to Oxmed. Creates some room for himself with a little bit of a, a push. No call. And then a rebound. Put back. Shot missed, but drawing the foul was Batala. And he'll go to the free throw line. Ali Oxmed, he's a freshman out of Lakeville North. Oxmed is. Lakeville North, Ali. Foul, by the way, is on Frisch. That's his second already. Harris back in. Free throw good for Batala. Batala 65% from the free throw line. 34-32 Augies. And it's good. So with the two made free throws, 35-32. Three-point advantage for Augsburg. Four and a half to play in the first half. Harris takes the ball over the timeline on the left wing. Zone defense by Augsburg. Pass to uh, Gibbons at the free throw line. Moves on on Jensen, but that's a big, tall guy to work with. Harris goes in. Gibbons out. Finds a little bit of an opening. Good ball movement by the Knights. And a long three for Frisch. Are you kidding? Three... Threes for Miles Frisch. That's nine points in the game for him. We are all tied at 35 points apiece. I believe this is our first tie of the game. 
as Augsburg uh, kind of pulled away for a double-digit lead pretty early. Could have been a tie extremely early, but uh, 35-35 right now. That shot misses, but drawing the foul on the play is Oxmed. So foul is on uh, Banovitz. Ali Oxmed goes to the free throw line for Augsburg. First shot is good. Augsburg as a team is four to five on free throws. Augsburg right now shooting 60%, so that's come down, and Carlton shooting 60%. So those two numbers are dead even, and the score is awfully close as well. A two-point lead now for Augsburg on those two made free throws, 37-35 under four minutes to play in the first half. Panovitz back across to Harris. Harris on the right-hand dribble, switches over the left-hand, drives, runs into Jensen. That's a no-go. A pass deflected, but Banovitz still gets it. He got bumped by Batala, but not enough to draw a whistle. Harris with the ball, 11 on the shot clock. Pass to Gibbons. Gibbons gets in, elevates over Jensen, and missed it. Rebounded by Meade. Rabe has been on the bench ever since falling hard earlier in this half. Jump, uh, jumper in the free throw circle. Missed by Scales. Rebound by Harris. Harris fakes out Scales at the other end. Misses the shot. Scales gets the rebound. Quick out with thrown ahead. And to the basket. A block. A clean block by Matt Banovitz. Talking about block shots as we did here tonight. Now a trailer on the play. The finger roll spinning reverse layup is good. And Getz converts in the fast break after that block shot. 37-37, 2.45 to go in the first half. Ball handed off to Meade. Back to Scales. Now back to Scales once again from Colin Meade. Jensen finds a cutter underneath the hoop. Reverse layup is good right there for Oxmed. So Oxmed with seven points off the bench. As Gomez is getting set to... Oh, over and back. Oh, just a little bit of a oops there by Carlton. Crossing over the timeline. Gibbons then just threw it back to Harris. So it's a turnover on the Knights. Carlton with about four or five turnovers at this point. Six turnovers on Augsburg. But that definitely an unforced turnover against Carlton. And Augsburg with a two-point lead, 39-37, 2.15 to go in the first half, has the ball. And now it's in the hands of Gomez. Gomez back into the game, had a ball knocked away from him. Frisch dives after it, goes rolling on the floor toward the wall. It stays Augsburg ball, only six seconds on the shot clock. And Coach Grease comes off the bench to make that abundantly clear to his team that you've got six seconds on the shot clock. Leading by two. Triggering the inbound is Caden Scales. Inbound comes. Meade passes left side. A drive. And from just inside the three-point line, that is a long two for Oxmed. He's having a monster first half. 41-37. Augsburg under two minutes to play in the first half. Frisch into the front court. Back across to Harris. 
Luke Harris lobs this one to Vanovitz at the free throw line, turns around, head fake, drive, and kind of a baby dunk, if you will. Went up with two hands, but then just set it in. Did not slam it in as he got himself around Rabay, who's back into the game on a head fake. And that pulls Carlton within two, 41-39. Great play by Vanovitz. A little fake, and the nice uh, drive up the lane and a gentle set in of the basketball. At the other end, a pass out to Scales for a three just to the left of the key. Rebay gets the offensive rebound. He spins away. He's denied by Banovitz, who will get a block on that. I would certainly think that might be the second block of the game now for Banovitz. Wait for the stat page to update. And then an offensive foul at the other end called on Carlton. That'll be the first foul of the game on Luke Harris and is the fourth foul of the game against Carlton. There's been exactly one foul called against Augsburg thus far. Across town, it is uh, 24-23. St. Olaf has rallied past Hamlin. Significance of that game is Hamlin is only one game ahead of Carlton in the standings. And on the flip side, if Hamlin wins and Carlton wins, that would uh, mean that the uh, Carlton uh, clinches a playoff spot because they could not fall out of the top six. Because if St. Olaf were to lose, then that would benefit the uh, Knights in that manner. Of course, the Knights are also right behind Hamlin in an effort to get to that number two seed and a first-round bye. Here is a catch-and-shoot three that settles in for Trent Gomez. Gomez, three threes here in the first half. Banovitz did get a block on that previous play, so he has two in the game. 44-39, Augsburg, 40 seconds to go in the first half. Banovitz, little pump fake three, goes to the free-throw line, gives to Harris. Still 12 on the shot clock. Harris goes outside, left side for Coling. Three! That one rattled through. Coling as his first basket of the night. Ten-point average per game for Sam Coling out of Ann Arbor, Michigan. And he has the Knights within two with 20 seconds to go. No shot clock on right now for Augsburg. Likely to hold for the final shot. 15 seconds now remaining in the first half. Augsburg leads 44-42. Sullivan drives, drives, left hand, shot short, offensive rebound, and Rebay will get fouled and will go to the free throw line. And the foul is on Harris. Luke Harris, that's his second, team's fifth. And free throws, and Robbie is at the line. They're calling him Robbie on the PA. That is not what the pronunciation guide shows. Rabay is what I've got. His first shot is off. A little under 60% free throw shooting, one for three so far. As a team, five for seven free throw shooting. Carlton, one for one. Second free throw is good for Rabay. Five seconds. Harris, front court, two seconds. Harris spins, turns, shoots. It's short. And Augsburg will go to the locker room with a 45-42 lead over Carlton. Carlton was down by double digits, but it is uh, Carlton coming back, tying the game several times, and going to the locker room within three. So we've got a great game going on here at the West Gym. We'll take a little break on the Mighty 920. KDHL Faribault, 45-42, Augsburg at the half. 
Since the turn of the century, Federated College is committed to providing a true liberal arts well, education, a curriculum that challenges students. Every part counts at Ainsbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring, and those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time? You open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth. Get details and apply online at amesburytruth.com slash careers. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. So we're at the half here at West Gym where Carleton has been really good this season, a record of 8 and 1 on the season at home, but a rough start to say the least, down by double digits. Augsburg leading here at the break. The largest lead was 10 points. All right, I knew they were up by double digits. And I think that early on, the first basket of the game did belong to Carlton. So Carlton did have a lead for a short time. They scored the first basket of the game, but then there's been one lead change. There's been a couple of ties since then, but Augsburg had built it up to a 10-point lead at one time. Carlton battled back to tie the game a couple of times, I do believe. Let's see, what does it say here? How many ties has there been? There have been two ties. So Carlton got back to tie it uh, twice, and there's been that one lead change extremely early after Carlton had scored the initial basket of the ball game um, about a minute in. Uh, but Augsburg has led most of the way. Some of the team stats through the first half of play. Augsburg shooting 53% on 16 for 30. 7 for 13 on three-pointers. And they had hit several. They, they were real hot shooting three-pointers right away. Thus, they built that 10-point lead um, midway through the first half. And then that came down to a, a little bit more the mean rather than uh, knocking the lights out on the three-pointers. So 7 for 13, free throw shooting 6 for 8 for Augsburg. Interestingly enough, their overall percentage shooting is 53%, and their percentage shooting three-pointers is also 53%. Team stats shooting-wise for Carlton, 18 for 30 for 60% overall. The Knights are 5 for 9 on three-pointers for 56%. One for one on free throws, that's it for Carlton in the first half. Turnovers, points off turnover, points off turnovers, Carlton 12, Augsburg 8, points in the paint, Carlton 22, Augsburg 10, second chance points, 5-0 Augsburg, fast break points, Carlton 9-0, and bench points, Augsburg 18-9. So each team has an advantage in a couple of those categories. Turnovers, 6 for Carlton, 6 for Augsburg in the first half. Steals, 5 for Carlton, 4 for Augsburg. Assists, 13 by Carlton, 4 by Luke Harris. 
and 10 assists for Augsburg, three by Austin Jensen, actually. He came in uh, in limited minutes, but he leads the team in assists so far. Rebounding is 16-10. Augsburg has the advantage there. They've got five offensive rebounds, leading to those second-chance points being 5-0 in Augsburg's favor. Just one offensive rebound at this point for Carlton of their 10 overall uh, first-half rebounds. Just 10 first-half rebounds for the Knights. And blocked shots, two for Augsburg. Batala has one, and Rebay has one. And two blocked shots by Banovitz for Carlton through the first half. 45-42, Augsburg with the lead. I've got the individual stats coming up here momentarily. On the Mighty 920 KDHL, Carlton basketball trailing 45-42 at the half to Augsburg. Carlton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carlton develops lifelong learners. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. All right, some of your individual stats here at the break. 45-42, Augsburg leading over Carleton. 45-42, 10-point lead at one time. It was erased to a tie, and then a couple of points here just before the break puts Augsburg out in front. Individual stats on the Augsburg side. A lot of guys have scored. Ali Oxman has come off the bench with nine points. And that includes uh, a three-pointer, and he's three for three in general from the floor and two for two from the free throw line. Nine points as well for Trent Gomez. He's three for five on three-pointers. Those are all of his points. Trent Gomez, nine points. He also has a steal. Seven points for Colin Mead. He's got four rebounds, an assist to go with his seven points. Five points for Will Blazek. A couple of rebounds, an assist, and two steals for Blazek out of Lakeville North. Five points for Caden Sullivan. He's got two rebounds, an assist to go along with five points. Uh, two points for Caden Scales. Scales has one assist and one steal. Two points for Austin Jensen. He has three rebounds and three assists. Two points for Elias Batala with uh, one assist as part of his stat line here in the first half. 45 points for Augsburg. On the Carlton side, 11 points for Luke Harris. He's five for six from the floor, one for one from the free throw line. He has four assists and two steals. Luke Harris. 
Seven points for Matt Benevitz. Benevitz has four rebounds. He has two blocks and one steal as well, Matt Banovitz, with a seven-point first half. Oh, I missed the nine points by Miles Frisch. Frisch is three for three from three-point range, three for four from the floor. He's hit all three of his three-pointers. He also has two assists and a steal as Miles Frisch has a nine-point first half. Six points for Spencer Getz, three rebounds and three assists as part of his line. Three for six from the floor for Getz. It seems to me that Getz scored on uh, several. You know, that was Gibbons, actually. I think it was Gibbons who scored several possessions in a row. And Alex Gibbons, six points in the first half. He's got two assists and one steal as well. He's three for six from the floor as well. And three points for Sam Kohling on a late three. One for one on three-point tries. Kohling does have an assist in the first half. And Chuck Sweat has a first-half assist. He's 0 for 2 on three-point tries for the uh, Knights. But is one of the players who does have a uh, plus in the plus-minus category. Only two players, I guess three players for Carlton have a plus in the plus-minus, which just depends on how your team does when you're on the floor. And the team that's uh, behind is usually going to have more players in the negative. But even though Sweat hasn't scored, he's been effective in his eight minutes on the floor and helping prevent Augsburg from scoring. Biggest lead for Augsburg was 10 points. That came 12-13 remaining in the first half. The biggest lead for Carlton was that first three-pointer of the game that had them out in front 3-0. Biggest point run, actually eight points for each team, is the biggest point run. Uh, lead changes, there's been the one lead change as Carlton scored initially, but then Augsburg caught him and passed him. There's been two ties. Augsburg has led for nearly 17 minutes of the first half, and then Carlton for only about a minute and a half, and uh, it was a little while before either team had scored. And then, of course, you've got some time that the game is tied to round out the uh, accounting on the full 20 minutes of the first half. So there you have your statistical rundown on this uh, ball game with Augsburg leading 45-42 at the half. Cross town, and there's a reason to keep an eye on that Hamlin game against St. Olaf. And what do we have here? It looks like a low-scoring first half, 28-27, the Ole's lead at the half. So a very low-scoring game. Let me just see. My screen's going to update. We'll see if that changes at all, if that score was a full score for halftime? Yeah, it was. So a very low scoring 28-27 game. St. Olaf is one for eight on threes and Hamlin is one for six. But the reason that Carleton fans will want to keep an eye on that game is that if Carleton wins today, and right now they're down by three points, if Carleton wins today and Hamlin wins, then Carleton clinches a playoff spot. We believe that's the mathematical run through on things. A Carlton win and an Ole loss gives uh, Carlton an automatic uh, bid and a uh, qualification uh, clinching a playoff spot. What's interesting, though, I find is that Hamlin, who's only a game in front of Carlton in the standings, if Carlton can win this and St. Olaf wins, all of a sudden Carlton pulls even with Hamlin for that second spot in the MIAC standings, which comes with a first-round playoff bye and then a semifinal home game. Now, Carlton will also get the chance face-to-face, head-to-head, to battle Hamlin because that's on the upcoming schedule for the Knights. 
We'll look at the, some of those notes and get you set for the start of the second half here at the West Gym, where it is 45-42. Augsburg leading 45-42 at the half on the Mighty 920 KDHL, Faribault, Minnesota. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Teams are both out on the floor, getting ready for the start of this second half. As far as the notes on that upcoming schedule for each of these teams. For Carleton, who has won six of their last seven games, they go to Hamlin on Wednesday. I don't think there's a game this weekend then for them, is there? Let me just double check the schedule here. Hamlin, oh, <laughs> today's Monday. I was thinking it was later in the week. Uh, they go to Hamlin in two days, so they play at Hamlin on Wednesday. Again, a chance to catch Hamlin in the standings, no matter what the Pipers do over at St. Olaf College today. So at Hamlin on Wednesday, um, going out of town for a couple of days. Today almost feels like Friday to me, all right? Uh, then this Saturday, they will be at Bethel. So a busy three-game week, Saturday at Bethel, two road games. Carlton hasn't played super well on the road. They do have a sub-500 record at 4-5 and five on the road. Then they will close out the season with home games on Valentine's Day with McAllister and Saturday the 17th with St. Mary's. So four games to go after today for Carlton. Four games to go after today for Augsburg as well. And as I said earlier, Augsburg does have a mathematical chance of making the playoffs even though they are sitting at a 5-10 and 10 record right now. They have five games to go counting today. And then on Wednesday, they'll host St. Mary's. Just for a reference point here, St. Mary's is uh, toward the bottom of the conference standings. Saturday, it's a home game with Concordia. Concordia is a team that is in the playoff picture right now. Next Monday, Augsburg will go to Gustavus. Gustavus is sitting fourth in the conference. And then after an off day on Wednesday, Valentine's Day, Augsburg will be at McAllister on Saturday the 17th. And McAllister is a team that is below Augsburg in the standings. So there's a lot of winnable games there simply based on records and how teams are doing so far. A lot of winnable games there for Augsburg. But after a slow start on the season, it would, at one point they were, I think, 4-9 and nine on the season. It's kind of hard-pressed to rally back and get into a playoff spot. But not impossible right now for Augsburg. Not impossible. But they need to win some games, and they're going to need a little bit of help as well. So as we get set for the start of the second half, it appears to be that the starters are out there for Carlton, Getz, Gibbons, Harris, Kohling, and Benevitz. And for Augsburg, they do have the starters up on the board. And after falling hard on his shoulder, but returning to the game after a bit, Rabe is back on the floor, joining Gomez, Mead, Scales, and Blazic. And we are ready to go. Augsburg in the maroon uniforms going right to left and we get a whistle oh the clock didn't start clock didn't start they want they want four seconds off the clock the shot clock started but the game clock 
did not start. All right. So here we go. Now it'll be a <laughs> an inbound for Augsburg. So here we go. We're just underway second half. Augsburg going from right to left. Carlton, the white uniforms, blue numbers, blue lettering. They go from left to right. Inside to Rebay. Harris on him. Scales once to the hoop. Off glass. And Scales has his second field goal of the game. It's a five-point lead for Augsburg. And they put on a bit of backcourt pressure. Going over the top to Banovitz. Into the corner for Coling to Banovitz. Who cuts up the lane after the pass. And Banovitz converts. 47-44. Three-point deficit for the Knights. Just like it was at the half. 45-42. Opening minute. Second half. Rebe. Looking inside. Didn't like the look. Scales. Pump fake from three. Gives back to Rebe. Dribbles. Spin. Spins again in the lane. Guarded by Banovitz. Outside for a rainbow three. It's good for Gomez. His fourth three of the game. As Carlton battles against some backcourt pressure. Gomez, by the way, is a 42% three-point shooter. And he has four threes in the game. 50 to 44. Coling pushes it to Banovitz. A straight on three. And Banovitz gets his second three of the ball game. He's got 12 points. It's back to a three-point game, 50 to 47. We did a lot of this in the first half, too. It stayed at seven points. One team would score. The other team would answer. One team would score. And it stayed at seven points for quite a while. And now uh, reaching is Coling, trying to knock the ball away. Gets a little bit of body. That'll be the first foul on Coling. First foul of the second half on the Knights. And Augsburg gets 20 seconds put on the shot clock. A baseline left inbound underneath the offensive hoop. Comes into Rebay. He hands the ball off to Sullivan. Sullivan out of Minneapolis Southwest. Here is a three by Scales. So Scales uncorks a three-pointer. Now this is how Augsburg started the game with very strong three-point shooting. 53 to 47. I think there were five out of six on their first uh, six three-pointers. Came back to earth a little bit, but a very strong start in the second half as well. Here's a pass that's deflected and almost turned over. Coling baseline, little hip pass blocked by Rebe. But a little, let's see, what's the call? I assume it's on Rebe, but it was real late getting the whistle on the, on the, on the block. The officials are talking it over right now. There's five on the shot clock right now. A guy saved it out of bounds. Okay. All right, so they're going to go to 30 on the shot clock, I believe. I wonder if, if uh, one official didn't see it, one did. It was the scramble for a loose basketball, and a player apparently went out of bounds, and it wasn't called at the time. I don't know if they adjusted the game clock. I just noticed they've adjusted the shot clock. So it is... Oh, it, oh, you know what it was? I think there should have been a reset. There should have been a reset on the shot clock. That might have been what happened. There should have been a reset on the shot clock at one point. Then we get an offensive foul, an offensive foul on Carlton during the course of the running of the subsequent play, Matt Banovitz. So that'll be a turnover on the Knights. 53-47, Augsburg with the lead. They've led almost the entire game. But Carlton, down by 10 at one point, pulled to a tie. 
couple of times in the first half. Augsburg with the ball. Rebe gives to Scales. Scales just hit a three. This time he drives all the way into the uh, right post, cut off in there by Gibbons. They'll reset. Ten seconds. Now Rebe around Banovitz. Lean shoots and scores as Rebe twisted himself around Banovitz. 55-47. Pass deflected. Stolen. Scales. Basket. Good. Timeout is taken by Carlton, and once again, it's a 10-point difference. It was a three-point game at the half. We're back to a 10-point game. That's the biggest lead Augsburg has had. They've matched it here with a quick start in the second half, 57-47, a timeout on the floor. On the Mighty 920, KDHL in Faribault, Minnesota, will break as well. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is passionate about the care and enrichment of the next generation. At the heart of our charitable focus is youth mentoring and our support of Big Brothers Big Sisters. We are proud of our employees who are currently volunteering to be a big brother, big sister, big couple, or a big family. And yet there are hundreds of children still waiting for a big. Ignite your year. Empower potential today. Consider this your personal invitation to learn more about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Together, we can make a difference. Well, quite a start to this second half by Augsburg as they come out shooting the lights out like they did at the beginning of the game. Right now, Augsburg... In the second half, five for five. They've hit two three-pointers right away here in the second half. But overall, five for five shooting. And, uh, well, Carlton two out of three, but they've turned the ball over a couple of times. Already two turnovers on Carlton here in the second half. And a ten-point lead now for Augsburg. Augsburg fighting for their playoff lives in all reality. As much of a long shot as it seems to be no matter what. One game at a time, that's all you can do. And right now, Augsburg has a 10-point lead over Carleton. 17 minutes, 4 seconds to go in the second half. Augsburg also turned on some backcourt pressure here in the second half. Frisch gets a return pass from uh, Getz. Inside for Banovitz. Banovitz has the ball jabbed away. That'll be the ninth turnover. That'll be the ninth turnover now on Carleton. In the game, they average 10 a game. Sullivan has the ball jabbed away, but he got it back. Has it knocked away from him again and gets it back. Picks up the handle on it again. Knocked away this time from Rebe. Banovitz to the other end for a dunk. So Banovitz having a big game. He's got a couple of blocks. He gets a steal and a dunk. It's 57-49. The uh, support cables are still shaking at that end of the West Gym. Scales for three from just to the right of the key. And Scales has 10 points in the second half, 12 points in the game. 16 minutes to go, 60-49. to This might be the biggest lead now for Augsburg at 11. Smith drives, Sullivan cuts him off, now Rebay. Then the pass is too strong, but Getz will retrieve it before it's turned over. Frisch drives, free throw line extended, uses up the dribble, looking for some help. Now a leaner is around and off, rebounded by Mead. Shot was missed, I think, by Getz on that play. Coach Grease is saying slow down. They want to take the air out of the ball a little bit. Or, like Gordy always says. Free throw line extended. Shot missed by Sullivan. And then there's some contact by Scales. Battling for the rebound. Scales called on the foul. His first, team's first. Chuck Sweat checks into the game. Sweat out of Glencoe, Illinois. He'll take the place of Gibbons right now. 
And this is a Carlton inbound in the backcourt following the foul on Augsburg. 60-49. to Augie with the lead. 15 and a half to go. With the ball is Getz. Again, there's that backcourt pressure. Passes to Harris into the front court. Harris spins, drives, left-hand layup good. Harris with his first field goal of the second half. He's got 13 points. Averages 21.4 points a game. That leads the Mayak. 60 to 51. Nine-point deficit. 15.05 to go. Rebe delivers to Scales. Scales left-hand dribble. And a rainbow three kicks out. Great rebound by Sweat on the miss. Off the miss by Meade. Harris to the other end. He'll center the ball to Getz. Cutting in the lane. Reverse layup. Frisch continues his good night. He's got 11. 60 to 53. Carlton crawls back to within seven after being down by 11 a short time ago. Jensen getting set to check in the game for Augsburg. Pass to Sullivan guarded by, uh, guarded by, um, Harris. Those two run into the corner as the ball is now in Rebay's hands. Tries to look off. Sweat. Shot rolls off the rim. Rebounded by Harris. Sullivan getting set to check into the game. I think I said Sullivan as a shot bubbles out. I meant Gomez. Gomez is the one with the ball now for Augsburg, as it was before Gomez. Sullivan is about to come in for the Augies. Ball bounced to Rebe. He gives that ball to Meade. Meade into the free throw circle, backing up on Banovitz. And Banovitz got a hole. Oh, a travel. It looked to me like Banovitz was kind of holding on to him in a little mini bear hug, but instead it's a travel call on Augsburg. So it's back to Carlton Ball, down by seven with 14 minutes to go. Frisch, Banovitz, Harris, as well as Getz and Sweat on the floor. Checking into the game was Batala. And a foul on Batala as he tried to grab a night player racing by him. So Batala, Sullivan, coming into the game is Oxmed, Jensen, and Mead, the players out there. Whoops, what happened here? So Blazic in and Mead out. So it's Blazic, Oxmed, those two Lakeville North grads, and then Jensen, Batala, and Sullivan, I think, are the five. Banovitz at the top of the key. Back to him. Straight on look for three. It is in and out. And the rebound is Blazic. Blazic will take it into the front court. Seven-point lead for Augsburg. Sullivan delivers to the corner. Batala drives hard. Baseline. Denied by Banovitz. That might be his third block of the game. And then there's a foul afterward on the offensive rebound and putback attempt by Austin Jensen. Foul is on Chuck Sweat. It'll be his first and the team's third. Austin Jensen gets two free throws. It's about a 50% free throw shooter. Misses the first after it rested on the rim and then fell off. Jensen, 6.6 rebounds, one and a half blocks per game. Misses his first free throw. It remains 60-53 to 53 Augsburg, 13-28 remaining. Second free throw on its way. That one looked real good. Kind of a stiff stance on his free throw, but that, that second free throw went right on through. Three block shots for Benevitz. By the way, what a great night for him. Frisch hands the ball off to Getz. Back to Frisch. Quick ball movement. Harris stutter, step, 
Gets covered, passes it out. Still 13 on the shot clock, but Carlton looking like they're on a mission here with quick ball movement. Banovitz gets around a defender, looking inside, nobody there. Pass to Harris up the lane. Player tries to draw a charge, didn't go. Put back basket, good. And Sweat's going to go to the free throw line as well. Meanwhile, that player who was trying to draw the charge, he was lying on the floor beneath everyone else, hopping around, grabbing offensive rebounds and putting it back up. It's Sullivan on the foul, his first. Sweat on the basket and the three-point play opportunity here for Chuck Sweat. He goes to the line. Shot good. That is the second free throw in the game for Carlton. They're two for two. The 61-56, under 13 minutes to go in the second half. Ball to Oxmet. He gives it back to Sullivan. Sullivan, pull up, baseline jumper, misses, rebounded by Banovitz. Banovitz has uh, five rebounds on the contest. Huh. I don't know how Jensen fell down. No one was around him, maybe tripped running up the lane, and then he has a big smile on his face as a little groan comes from the Carlton fans. Inside, baby hook shot, up and good for Matt Banovitz. Banovitz, nine points in the second half, 16 points in the game. That matches his season average. Carlton is now within three after being down by 11. Down by three, 12-15 to go in the second half. Jensen hands it back to Oxman, uh, to uh, Batale, excuse me. Here's a long three by uh, Blazic that misses and rebounded by the Knights. Benevitz, long outlet pass to Frisch, a really long three. <laughs> he knocks it down. Nothing is too far for Miles Frisch out of Eden Prairie. The 6'1 senior has 14 points. And we're even at 61 points apiece. Even though Carlton drew even a couple of times late in the first half, I don't think they ever got back in front. Here is Oxmed for three. And a timeout is taken by Augsburg with 11.34 remaining in the second half and a 64 61 lead. And uh, this is Carlton basketball on the mighty 920 KDHL. We'll hold it here at this point and check in on what's happening across town. St. Olaf is leading 36 31 over Hamlin. If Carlton wins, and right now they're down by three, and Hamlin wins, Carlton clinches a playoff spot. I guess uh, in the current scenario, if they both lose, then Hamlin stays one game ahead of Carlton with a game up in St. Paul between the Pipers and Knights this Wednesday night. Still plenty of time to clinch the playoffs. And uh, with Hamlin sitting in second place, only one game in front of Carlton, the Knights have certainly got to be thinking one game at a time, but thinking they have a very real chance of catching Hamlin by playing well down the stretch. But that would include needing to play well on the road as Carlton does go on the road for a couple of ball games, Hamlin and Bethel, before coming back home next Wednesday with McAllister and then Saturday the 17th with St. Mary's. Real good at home, a record of 8-1 and one coming into tonight, but a losing record on the road for the Knights. Defending MIAC champions, Coach Kershaw in his first season last season, earning the MIAC Coach of the Year honor. He used to coach under Aaron Grease at Augsburg as an assistant. Coach Grease in his 19th season with the Augies. 
Augsburg leads 64-61. Each team is left with, uh, I should say that Augsburg has five timeouts. And Carlton still has four timeouts. Backcourt pressure over the top, almost over the top of Banovitz, a 6'7 senior. But he did get up on his tiptoes and catch the pass. Banovitz looks, shoots from three, and settles that one in there as well. Banovitz, who's a 36% three-point shooter, has pulled the team even at 61. After being down 11 not long ago. Hand off Sullivan. Sullivan inside, got Blazic free with all the screening. And Will Blazic scores at 66-64. Augsburg, 10.50 to go. Harris hands it off. Reverse layup. Sweat kisses it off the glass. We're now tied at 66 points. Ten and a half to go. Left-hand dribble into the front court is Sullivan. He comes out of Minneapolis Southwest, a first-year player. Passes that ball off to Batala. He's a first-year player out of Apple Valley in Eastview High School. Now Jensen holds the basketball. He's a veteran who also played some at St. Cloud State. Gives to Blazek. Blazek spins up the lane with 10 on the shot clock. Hands that off to uh, Oxmed for three. It's in and out. The two guys were teammates at Lakeville North High School. Into the front court is uh, Harris. Drives into the lane. Kicks it out to Frisch. Frisch is perfect on three-pointers. Did not take that one, though. Straight on look for Harris. He'll drive. He's not uh, necessarily a big three-point shooter. Has an attempted one today. Oxman to steal. And if this is a foul on Harris, that's his third. Harris lost the ball. <laughs> and the official is saying, hey, you can't sub until we've announced the fouls. And it's Luke Harris called on his third. He was going straight to the bench. The official saying, hey, wait, wait, wait. Let me get the call out here first. So Harris goes to the bench. Gibbons comes in in his place. 66-66, 9.55 remaining in the second half. Augsburg basketball. Four fouls on the Knights, three fouls on the Augies here in the second half. Jensen holds the basketball with a dribble and then passes to Scales. Scales drives off his right hand on the right side of his shorts. Gets a return pass to him from Meade. Pass inside. Oh, jab free, but a foul. Whistled on Carlton. And and that's the third foul on Matt Banovitz. So what does Coach Kershaw do with regard to that? Right now he stands, arms crossed, watching the play. Banovitz stays on the floor with three fouls. The inbound comes to Jensen, left corner. He's guarded by Sweat. Backing Sweat down, passes out. Scales catches, shoots a three, and puts it in. That's his third three of the second half. And Scales is up to 15 points in the game, 13 of those in the second half. 69-66, Augsburg, 9.15 to go. Getz has the ball, centers it, gets it back on the right wing. Frisch inside, that's kind of a mismatch that doesn't work in Carlton's favor. A three from the left wing by Sweat. It's good for three for Chuck Sweat. And now we're tied at 69. The game has been tied at 61, 64, 66, and 69. Nine minutes to go, all even. Handed off to Scales, drives up the lane, gives to Jensen. Jensen got it and drew the foul. Uh, going to the line will be Austin Jensen, where he's one for two. A chance at a three-point play. The foul, by the way, is on. It is on Gibbons, his first. And the sixth on Carlton here in the second half. Mighty Dine 20, KDHL, Faribault, Minnesota. 
97.9 FM, Roy for Gordy tonight here from West Gym. Jensen at the line. The free throw is good. Two for three from the free throw line. He's got uh, six points. Yeah, uh, where are we at here? Yeah, he had a two in the first half. So it's a, a 72 to 69 lead on the three point play. No look, bounce pass. And now Jensen gets his first block of the ball game on a reverse layup try by Getz. To the other end, a block down here by Gibbons and Carlton in transition. They come four wide up the floor and push up and off. Offensive rebound. Foul on Jensen, it would appear. Foul on Jensen trying to get that block. It'll be his second foul. Free throws are coming up for Sam Coling, a 72% free throw shooter. 72-69, Augsburg, 8-21 to go. And that one is good. Free throw good for Coling. He's got four points. Banovitz a 19-point night. Banovitz also has seven rebounds, three block shots, couple of steals. Second free throw coming by Coling. 72% free throw shooter. Hit them both. Knights are within a point, 72-71. Coming up on 8-15 remaining in the second half of scales. Right hand dribble into the front court. Hands the ball off to Gomez. To uh, Jensen. Handed back to Scales. Still 15 on the shot clock. Gomez for three with a man in his face. Missed it. The rebound is saved by Jensen, who flies into row three of the bleachers, then climbs back onto the floor to come play defense. Harris delivers corner three for the lead. Off the rim. Rebounded by Mead. Carlton down one, but missed that shot. 72-71, Augsburg, 7.40 to go in the second half. Jensen at the free throw line. Jensen passes down low, low post, waits for a player to fly by, banks it off the glass, up and in. That's Meade on the basket. For Meade, his first points of the second half. He's got nine in the game. 74-71, 7.20 to go. Rob to Luke Harris playing with three fouls. He has the ball, right-hand dribble. Right hand tried to cross over. Gomez goes for the steal. Harris still has the ball. He'll shift it to Gibbons. Outside Harris. Harris drives through the lane. He has Jensen guarding him. That's a tough one. Now with a six on the shot clock underneath the basket and a travel call. A travel call as uh, the player for Carlton gets lost the handle on the ball. And as it was about to fall out of bounds, he ended up grabbing it again. And that is a turnover on Carlton, which would give them either 10 or 11 turnovers now in the game. Seven minutes to go. 74-71 Augsburg with the ball, attacking the basket to my left. Augsburg just 5-10 and 10 in the conference, Carlton 10-5. and five. Now driving is Oxmed. He'll hand the ball off to Jensen. Jensen gives the ball to Meade. Now Jensen goes down low, battling hard with Banovitz. Jensen has the ball, 10 on the shot clock. Backing down Banovitz, and then the runner through the lane missed it. There for the rebound, Meade missed it. Jensen, rebound, missed it. Banovitz, rebound. Carlton ball. Down by three. Harris into the front court, six and a half to go. Harris hands it to Frisch. Frisch has a man in his face, goes to Banovitz. Just a little set jumper, missed it though. Falls off the rim, rebounded by Ali Oxmed. Oxmed, uh, a bandage on his left eyebrow. He had that before the game started, so it wasn't from contact in the game. But his left uh, eye is bandaged up. 
Mead with the ball goes to Scales. Caden Scales, the senior point guard. Uh, that pass was Aaron, stolen by Harris. Harris races forward, Carlton down three. Stride for stride with, with Mead. For the tie, Frisch for the tie! His fifth three of the ball game, and we're now tied at 74. This is the fifth tie since 61-61. 5.40 to go in the game, Augsburg leading. I'm sorry, Augsburg with the ball. No one leading. Driving pass to Scales is tipped, saved, and then lost to Jensen. Fired underneath, Gomez for two. So a steal, a steal, and then a basket. Augsburg, 76-74, 5.15 to go. Gets into the front court, gets pressured there. Then an open look for three, too strong. Weak side rebound, Gomez gets run over by Coling, but no call. Mead will hand it to Scales. 5.05 to play, Augsburg by two. And gives to Jensen back to uh, Scales. Scales being guarded by Getz. Left-hand dribble, crisscrosses with Oxmet. Jensen has the basketball loosely guarded, but he's out high. He doesn't take threes, it doesn't look like, but Scales does. That's offline, rebounded by Harris. 4.40 to go, Carlton down two. Harris fires it underneath. Now back door, skip past Abanovitz, was intercepted by Meade, turnover on Carlton. And uh, dribbling the ball is Scales, his team up two, 4.25 remaining. Jensen fakes a handoff, now does give it to Oxmed. The lefty shoots a three, it's short. Comes off to Banovitz. Banovitz closing in on a double-double at this point. More concerned Carlton, however, is about getting this game back in their control. Down by two, a timeout has been taken on the floor with 4.12 to go. Great one down the stretch we come here at Carlton with Augsburg leading 76-74, 4.12 to go in the second half. On the Mighty 920 KDHL. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Seventy-six, seventy-four. Augsburg with the lead, 4-12 remaining in the game. Across town at St. Olaf College, the Oles are leading 49-43 over Hamlin. That's with 7.03 to go in the second half. If Carlton rallies to win here and Hamlin wins over there, Carlton will clinch a playoff spot. Carlson also enters play today just a game behind Hamlin in the standings. St. John's out in front with a 4 I guess a three-and-a-half game advantage over Hamlin. Mack at Gustavus today, Concordia at St. John's, Scholastica's at uh, St. Mary's. It's Carlton Ball coming off the timeout, 20 seconds on the shot clock in the front court. Banovitz for three off a screen! It's good! And Carlton... Carlton is up 77-76, their first lead since very early in this game. 
77-76 Carlton. Under four to play. The scoop shot runner is good for Blazic. And back to a Augsburg lead. Augsburg 78-77 as we might be in a spot to rally back and forth at this point. Fired, corner, Frisch, three, it's short. Scales the rebound, had trouble controlling it, but does get the rebound as uh, Sweat gets back to his feet after falling down and sprints up the floor to get to his defensive spot. So Augie by a point, and there's going to be a foul on an entry pass. That's going to result in a one-and-one opportunity now for Augsburg. Foul is whistled against Getz. That is his third on Getz. And the third. Third on him, seventh on the team. One and one, shot misses. And then getting his own rebound is Blazic. So it stays. Augie Ball with 3.05 to go. They lead 78-77. Ball is handed off to Rebe. Now Scales gets a screen from Rebe. Three seconds on the shot clock. Gomez gets it away in time, and it misses the iron. It went out of bounds on the throw anyway. <laughs> And knocked into the camera of the folks streaming the game. Carlton streamers. So 78-77. Carlton ball down by a point, 250 to go. And in the front court now is Luke Harris. Harris dribbles left side, hands the ball off to Banovitz, passes down low for Frisch, waits for everyone to go flying by him, and Frisch sets it up and in with the right-hand hook shot look. 79-78, Carlton, two and a half to go. Rebe. Passes that ball to Gomez. Gomez curls around to the right, passes to the corner, three-pointer, missed it. And this ball is going to belong to Carlton. So it's out of bounds off the three-point miss by Augsburg. 2.15 to go. The Knights have the lead and the ball. 79-78. Some backcourt pressure. A pass is moved over to uh, Getz and then ahead to Harris. Crossover. Harris kicks it out to Banovitz. Fires underneath. He finds Sweat. Sweat is uh, too far underneath to do anything with it. Dribbles out of trouble. Banovitz now drives in, and he skips it out with five on the shot clock. Harris floats up the free throw line and knocks down the jumper. Just his second field goal of the second half, and Carlton is up 81-78 with 1.40 to go. Scales drives in hard, and his layup attempt, he's fouled. Scales will go to the free throw line. And that appears to be on Spencer Getz, which will be his... Oh, no, 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 it's not on Getz. It is not on Getz. It is on Frisch. And that is his first. That is his first. And uh, to the free throw line is Scales, his first opportunity at the line. He's an 80% free throw shooter. First one all net. 
So now it is 81-79, 16 points for Scales, 14 of those here in the second half, a buck 40, a buck 30 on the clock, 1 minute 30 seconds to go. Second free throw rattles around and in. It's a one-point game, 81-80. Minute 30 to go, Carlton with the lead and the ball. On the dribble is Spencer Getz, the junior out of Chaska. Front court, Harris. Harris comes out of Piedmont, California. Getz has it back to Harris playing catch. Now they include Banovitz in the middle at the free throw line. 15 still on the shot clock. Banovitz is guarded by Rebe. Gives the ball to Getz. Back to Banovitz for a three. That's offline. And rebounded by Blaschek. And Wozik gives it two scales. 81-80 Knights. Under a minute to play. And a timeout. Timeout is taken by Augsburg. I'm going to hold it here on this timeout, run through some of the stats of the second half. Here in the second half, Augsburg is shooting 45%, 49% in the game. Carlton shooting 56% in the second half and 58% in the game. On three-pointers, Augsburg is 12 for 27 and Carlton 11 for 21. Percentage-wise, that's 44% for Augsburg and 52% for Carlton. Carlton's turned the ball over 12 times, 10 for Augsburg. Got those three blocked shots by Banovitz, who also has nine rebounds to lead the team. Coling has a block as well. And point-wise, 22 points for Banovitz, 15 for Harris, 19 for uh, for Frisch. What a great game for him. I had a great game against St. Olaf last week as well. I was here to see that one. 17 points for Scales. 14 points for Gomez are the two players in double figures joining Oxmed with his 12 points off the bench. One block in the game uh, for Rebe and one block in the game for Jensen. So those are some of the notes. Rebounding leader is Meade with seven for Augsburg and I already said that Vanovitz has nine for Carlton. 81-80, Knights with the lead, 56 seconds to go. We look forward to some uh, post-game commentary off of the Carlton, uh, should Carlton win. From uh, a couple of the players. That other game at St. Olaf leading 55-48. If St. Olaf wins and Carlton wins, all of a sudden Carlton is tied with Hamlin for that second spot, if I'm reading the standings right. So with the ball right now is Augsburg. First things first, Augie has the ball down by a point. 50 seconds to go. They've got 12 on the shot clock. Gomez drives in hard, levitates in the air. I should say elevates in the air, misses the shot. Fanovitz collects the rebound off someone's hands. And now Carlton with the lead and the ball and the clock at 35 seconds. Now Carlton will take a short timeout. I want to say thanks to our uh, sponsors, including Carlton College, Federated Insurance, Federated Mutual Insurance, Amesbury Truth as well on the Mighty 920, KBHL, Faribault, Minnesota. Roy sitting in for uh, Gordy on the coverage here today. And uh, a timeout taken by Carlton. Carlton is left with two timeouts. Augsburg still has four, 81-80. 81-80 in favor of uh, Carlton. They have the ball. There's 34 seconds on the game clock, 22 seconds on the shot clock. 
And it's an inbound play by Frisch. He gets the ball to Harris. Gets Banovitz and Kohling are the others out there right now for Carlton. Banovitz has it out high. He gets uh, smothered by Gomez. Eight on the shot clock. 20 on the game clock. Harris drives, leans, the shot is blocked. The rebound is grabbed by Gomez. There's contact. And free throws are coming at the other end. Free throw. It'll be a one and one. Free throw at the other end. The foul is whistled on Frisch. That's his second. It is a one and one opportunity. One and one opportunity for Gomez. Gomez, 76% free throw shooter. He has four three-pointers in the game, but has not gone to the free throw line. 16 seconds to go. Carlton 81 and Augsburg 80. Free throw in, out, rebound. Carlton fouled right away is Getz. It's a fifth. Foul is on 24. So the foul is on Reve. That is his first. Team's fifth. So it's an inbound play for Carlton with 13.6 seconds remaining. And Carlton up 81-80. I don't know if there's a clock question here. Okay, there is a clock question. The free throw was with 16.2. And... So he put the clock at 15, 15 seconds. And a timeout has been taken by uh, Augsburg right here as well. So the score remains 81-80, a free throw missed. So that was Gomez on his first trip to the free throw line tonight, missing the front end of a one and one. Blazic missed the front end of a one-and-one earlier, but I think they got the offensive rebound. I don't remember offhand if they scored on that particular play or not. Not a lot of free throws in this game today, although more have been taken by Augsburg. As a team, Augsburg is, well, they're, there we go, 10 for 14, 10 for 14. Carlton, 4 for 4 on free throws. Carlton will probably end up shooting free throws here in a moment. But there's going to have to be a couple of quick fouls by Augsburg with 15 seconds to go. And Carlton leading 81-80 down the stretch here at Carlton. Carlton goes to Hamlin on Wednesday. They go to Bethel on Saturday. Augsburg hosts St. Mary's on Wednesday and hosts Concordia on Saturday for their upcoming games. Coming off of a timeout by Augsburg. 15 seconds to go. It's a Carlton inbound. Harris, Kohling, Getz, Frisch, and Banovitz. For Augsburg, Rebe, Gomez, Mead, uh, Scales, and the other is Blaschek. Inbound play Carlton. Looking, looking. Inbound comes to Harris. Harris gets fouled by Scales. 13.7 seconds to go. That'll be the sixth foul. And Scales called on his second individually. 13.7 seconds. Yeah. 
Similar look in the formation here as Carlton needs to get the inbound. No one guarding the inbounder. Looking, looking, looking. Timeout. So Carlton takes the timeout. 13.7 seconds to go. No one was able to get themselves freed up. Across town, they're down to the closing seconds as well at St. Olaf College with the Oles leading 58-50. And a possibility that when today is said and done that Carlton would pull even with Hamlin. Coming into tonight, Hamlin 11-4, Carlton 10-5. Hamlin on the short end and Carlton for the moment by a razor-thin margin leading over Augsburg with 13.7 seconds to go. Carlton is left with one timeout. Augsburg still has three. He's taking the inbound as Getz. And now Carlton lines up much differently, bringing three players standing in a line near midcourt. They break from that. Meanwhile, there's one well down the court. Inbound. Oh, it's jabbed at by Scales. And down to 12.3. They want 13 four on the clock. They want 13-4 on the clock. You can always start and stop it so quickly, so the officials are keeping an eye on that. That inbound was jabbed out of bounds, so still 13-4. Uh, 13.4 seconds to go. A sideline inbound now, and <laughs> 13.4. So they're saying a foul before the ball was inbounded. And the foul is called on Scales. That'll be his third. And the clock is at 13.4. So no time came off the clock on that last play. A foul committed before the inbound. 13.4. And this is uh, one and one. Banovitz to the line. He's not attempted a free throw yet. He's an 82% free throw shooter on the season. Banovitz. Free throw, in and out, rebounded Augsburg, 13 seconds, skip pass ahead, Blazic, a Euro step in the lane, it's good, it's good for Blazic, there's 7.8 seconds to go, now it's Augsburg 82-81, timeout taken by Carlton. So the front end of the one and one misses, that has buzzed both teams today. But will the last one be the difference or not? There's still 7.8 seconds, plenty of time to move the ball up the floor. Now, I will say that the clock started a little late on that inbound, I thought. Or not, it wasn't an inbound, it was a rebound. I don't think they're going to adjust the clock. So, 7.8 seconds remain. 82-81 Augsburg. Shot missed, and then Blazic takes it hard up the lane. And on the layup... Gets a friendly bounce off the rim here at West Gym. 82-81 Augsburg over Carlton with 7.8 seconds remaining. Timeout taken by the Knights. Carlton, you know that 12 turnover number is not a bad number. It just feels like they had some uh, uh, unfortunate turnovers. Driving layup by Blazic is how it's listed in the... Official run through here. The game has been tied seven times. And there have been a handful of lead changes. Most of them coming here in the late goings after Augsburg led most of the way. 
Oxford leading now 82-81. We could be in line for a buzzer-beating kind of finish right now as as, uh, the uh, Knights will get the ball and the backcourt inbound by Banovitz. And the Knights are spread all the way the length of the floor. This is into Harris. Seven seconds, six seconds. Harris front court over the logo. Uh, three seconds. Harris drives in the lane, puts it up, around and out. Oh, it went part way and it comes out and Augsburg holds on. Augsburg holds on as Harris in the lane on the leaner with a player on him. Goes in, goes around, partway down, rolls around and out. And Augsburg gets this one, 82-81. Lakeville North grad Will Blazik on that basket with 7.8 seconds to go to get the victory here for Augsburg and keep that slim playoff hope alive for the Augies. Carlton is looking great to get in the playoffs most certainly, but there was a scenario where they could have uh, made it and uh, uh, earned a clinch spot uh, spot today. That didn't happen. Final score, 82-81, Augsburg over Carlton. We'll get you a recap here on the Mighty 920 KDHL. All right, well, maybe I can't get you that update yet. Hold on, hold on. We'll give her a try here. Want to get one of our commercial messages on to say thanks to our sponsors, including Amesbury Truth. But that's not going to fire off just yet. So we'll run through on some of the stats for you then instead momentarily. I've got to click on some things on my computer here. (laughs) Meanwhile, we'll work on that a little bit. All right, so some of the stats to pass along from this one. Final score, 82-81. Augsburg wins it. Augsburg ends up shooting 49% in the game. On 30 of 61, 49%. How about Carlton? They shot 55% in the game. 33 of 59. Three-point shooting, 12 for 27, 44%. Three-point shooting, 11 for 21 Fifty-two percent shooting was not the problem for both these teams. Shot the lights out. Free throw shooting ten for fifteen for Augsburg and four for five for Carlton. Twelve turnovers by the Knights. Ten turnovers by Augsburg. Are some of the uh, final team notes on this one? And I believe. That I'll be able to take a commercial break and come back for a post-game wrap-up of an Augsburg 82-81 to win on the Mighty 920 KDHL. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at Amesbury Truth. All right, to give you some of the individual stats then in this one. For Augsburg, 17 points for Scales. Uh, He also had uh, two assists in the game. 14 points for Gomez. Four for nine on three-pointers. Couple of steals, couple of rebounds for Gomez. 11 points for Blazic. 
Blasnik hit the game-winning shot with under 10 seconds to go. He ends up with uh, five rebounds to go along with his 11 points. So three players, four players in double figures because off the bench, Oxmed scored 12 points in the game. Oxmed had that big first half. Nine of his 12 came in the first half, but a 12-point uh, night for Ali Oxmed. Four players in double figures for Augsburg. Nine points for Meade. Uh, six points for Rabe. Six points for Jensen as well. Five points for Sullivan. And I think that rounds out the scoring for Augsburg. On the Carlton side, 22 points for Banovitz. He ends up with 10 rebounds, three blocks, three assists, two steals as well. Banovitz, a big night, 22 points and the 10 rebounds for a double-double. 15 points for Harris. He gets six rebounds, six assists, three steals. 19 points off the bench for Miles Frisch. Five for seven on three-point opportunities. He had three assists in the game as well, Miles Frisch. So three players in double figures for Carlton. Eight points for Sweat off the bench. Three for five. He had a couple of rebounds. Six points for Gibbons. He ends up with three assists as well. Six points for Getz. He had five rebounds and five assists. Nice job distributing the ball. And five points for Kohling. Uh, he had two rebounds and three assists as part of his total as well. So three players in double figures for Carlton. And it ended up being four players in double figures for Augsburg as the Augies win this one 82-81 to over Carlton. Augsburg with the win goes to 8-13 and in the conference, 6-10 and in the MIAC. And again, keeping alive those playoff hopes a little bit until the playoff possibility is snuffed out. You keep hoping for it. And Carlton sitting in third place in the conference. They dropped to 13-8 and overall, 10-6. and in uh, the MIAC, uh, St. John's leads the way in the MIAC at 15 and 1. Then you have Hamlin coming into tonight at 11 and 4. I imagine that game has gone final over at St. Olaf with the Oles winning 63-52. So both Carlton and both Carlton and Hamlin lose today. So Carlton continues to be one game behind Hamlin. They go to Hamlin on Wednesday night. So that's a pretty mammoth game on the schedule for them coming up on Wednesday. Uh, after an 82-81 to 81 loss here today. Might have a chance to get Coach Kershaw on, so we'll hold on just a, a couple of minutes for that. Uh, the other games that are on the schedule for this Wednesday, thought I had that here somewhere. Oh, yeah, got it right here. So Carlton at Hamlin is on Wednesday. Augsburg will host St. Mary's. St. Olaf plays at St. John's. Scholastica will be at Bethel. And Gustavus goes over to Concordia. So that's the Wednesday lineup. After that, Carlton still has a game Saturday at Bethel. Then home next Wednesday, Valentine's Day with McAllister. And home Saturday the 17th with St. Mary's. Coming up for Augsburg after today, they host St. Mary's on Wednesday, as I indicated. Saturday, they'll entertain Concordia. Monday, go to Gustavus. And then Saturday the 17th, they'll be at McAllister to wrap up on their regular season. And would you mind a minute? Okay. Coach Kershaw makes his way over here right now as well. Got some different gear today. Hopefully you're able to hear me okay inside that. Let you get that on. 
Can you hear me at least a little yes, bit? Yes, sir. Okay, well, very good. Well, what a wild finish. 82-81, Augsburg gets it. Maybe explain uh, your, your thoughts about how that final few seconds all uh, came out. You know, it's amazing. Um, you know, uh, sports, basketball, life, um, you know, uh, the margin of error and the margin, you know, the, the spectrum of how you feel winning and losing. And, um, you know, Luke's shot there, it's halfway down, almost goes. And uh, just a little bit of West Gym magic, and that thing goes, and we feel a heck of a lot different than we do right now. And, and that's the way it goes. Sometimes we've been on, on the other end of that plenty of times, too. And, um, yeah, that, that uh, we got we got a pretty good look there for, for Luke. We got the ball in his hands, and, you know, and then Bano was, was another option for us there, too. But but uh, Luke got a good shot and, and, and almost almost went down for us. And, and uh, you know, just some plays, you know. Um, again, uh, we're, we're on the free throw line, a chance to, to, to go up three right there, and, and it didn't quite convert with, you know, our best free throw shooter and one of the best free throw shooters in the conference. That's the way it goes sometimes. And give Augsburg credit, they played a great game. And, um, you know, uh, I, which is no surprise at all. Anybody who's been in this league for a long time knows Coach Grease has got his guys always. They're always prepared. They're always ready, and, and they certainly were tonight. And, you know, I thought we got some pretty good looks. You know, we shot almost 56% from the field, and, um you know, got some pretty good looks. We just couldn't get stops. And, um, you know, that was the biggest thing was just, you know, we just didn't quite have the same level of intensity defensively that we needed to. And, and, um, you know, um, they made some shots and it made it tough for us. So, so certainly a, a, a disappointing result, but I'm proud of the guys, the, the resolve that they had. And, and we'll need to bounce back here quick on for a big, big game on Wednesday. What did it take to rally from a, a 10 point, 11 point deficit in each half? Yeah, I think that's part of the the value of having such a veteran group that we have, um, you know, and, and, and our guys play hard and play, you know, play with pretty good resiliency from that standpoint, too, and, and just stay with it. And, you know, and, you know uh, to get stops right there, and we, had, we, we were able to get finally string a few stops together and get some transition, uh, easier shots in transition, which, which certainly helps to, to kind of um, to make some of those runs that we that we did. But um but yeah, like I said, give them give them credit, and and I'm proud of our guys for the way they battled back for sure. And lastly, uh, Hamlin lost today over at St. Olaf, so you're still one game behind the Pipers. You go up there on Wednesday. It's a big game, huge game. Yeah, no doubt. It'll be two pretty motivated teams, I think, at Hudson Arena on on Wednesday. Coach Hayes, I know those guys will be motivated after after their results um, tonight, and and I think we will be too. So um, so yeah, so so we'll, we'll that'll be a big one. And, um, you know, as we told our guys, like everything that we want is still right in front of us. It's just a matter of us, you know, being able to execute and, and, and make it happen. And, and we just came up a little short tonight. All right, Ryan, congrats on a good game still. 82-81, uh, Augsburg gets the win. Good luck on Wednesday. All right, thank you very much. All right, thank you, sir. All right, very good. Thank you. All right, and that will be our, our final notes here from West Gym. Carlton's record here at home still great, although it goes to 8-2 and two now in home games with this loss today to Augsburg. Exciting game. Both teams shot very well. As he said, uh, uh, Carlton couldn't get the stops when they needed it. They did a few times to rally from 10 down, 11 down, uh, but both teams shot so well and uh, um, um, just didn't get a couple of stops here or there. 82-81, Augsburg gets the victory here over Carlton. Thank you very much for uh, catching the game today on the Mighty 920 KDHL. Roy sitting in for Gordy. And again, that final score, Augsburg wins it on that shot with 7.8 seconds to go. 82-81 over the Knights.
Good night from West Jim. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life long learners.